What's up, RSL Nation? It's your boys, Adele and Baker. That was a lot. That was so much. I'm playing with stuff. That was so much. That was so extra. How are you, Baker? You know, there used to be a time when I would turn to soccer to escape the horrors of the world. Mm. Good times. I envy those times. Um, you know, it was entertainment, light. Didn't have real-world implications or consequences. At the end of the day, that's what soccer is supposed to be. A game? Yeah. Yeah. Light. Light. Fun. Uh, an opportunity mm-hmm. to get away from your real-life problems. Right. It was uh, Soccer was the place we would escape the horrors of the world, is my, my go-to mm-hmm. line. And um, the horrors of the soccer world are worse uh, somehow. If, mm. if you if you want to get into that, um, so obviously we're alluding to the big RSL news. We got which one? One point in FC Dallas. That's that's what everyone's talking about, right? No, it's it's the pet key thing. It's the post Tigres uh, cup thing, implosion, homophobic slur. Uh, Supposedly, uh, I mean it. It happened. Um, you know, that's kind of... And well, obviously, I think we'll talk about that. We, we, I think we should discuss that. I think we should... I don't know. Like, it, it feels... Like, so th- today is Tuesday. We are record. We typically record these on Tuesdays. And, like, all of the news came out more or less in the last yeah. few hours. Yes. Um, so it's kind of fresh. It's real fresh. It's almost like a post-match quickie without the match. Right. Which, honestly, is just not great. Real, love it. Real-time reactions. Right. So by the time you listen to this... Thing, some of our points might have been proven wrong. Or what I consider actually happening would be more right. But right. we should... Let's let's keep it about the footy to start. Footy. Before we enter the horrors of the world. So, we did not have a post-match quickie last weekend. No, we didn't. FC Dallas away. FC Dallas away. I was uh, away. You were businessing? No, you were leisuring. I was leisuring and businessing. At the same time, I was down in the... In classic the, 50-50. In, in the Phoenix... And it was 117 degrees, 117, which is uh, second time in my life I've been in 117 degree temperature. Previous time being in Las Vegas about 15 years ago. Okay. I told myself, we'll never do that again. That you don't want to make a habit of that. Stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so I was down there. I, I have to make a confession here. I didn't watch a second of that match. Did not even watch the highlights. Now, what I heard after is that there weren't a whole lot of highlights to write home about. No. But you did watch the match. What do you What do you say? Yeah, I I, I did did watch all ninety plus, as they say. Um, man, I I mean, you know, the big like the big talking point before the match even started was Mike Petke is not not coaching. He's been suspended by the MLS. And that became public knowledge, I want to say, like, a couple hours before kickoff. I, I think it was, like, a little bit before the lineup that everyone kind of, that that news broke. Um, excuse me. And, and yeah, it was it was kind of weird. Um, the other very notable absence was a lack of an Albert Rushnek, who sustained a training injury. Um, so that's why he, like, pre-Tigress even, that damn Tigress game. 
uh, yeah, he got a he twisted his ankle, I guess, or something before Tigris and and just been rested. So he was also a notable absence. But as far as like you know, worried about dudes being totally gassed from the Tigris game. Um, I mean, we fielded a pretty much starting 11 caliber lineup. And mm-hmm. I mean, dudes didn't look fantastic, but they looked they looked good enough to get the draw in Texas in the summer, which is a win. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as actual games go, kind of flat. Um, a few like chances here and there, and especially in the second half as, as it, the game opened up. I really thought FC Dallas was going to score a goal and punish us and kind of walk away with the 1-0 win. But luckily, they are worse at finishing than we are without Johnson. Um, and then, I, you know, the only other noteworthy thing to me is that Everton Luis had himself an outstanding uh, performance in defensive midfield. Again. Again. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like clockwork. Uh, dude went so far as to make Team of the Week. I think at this point, he is. I mean, I, okay, best signing of the last year. I mean, that that's like a no-brainer, obviously, right? Um, I mean, we signed Sam Johnson's last year, didn't we? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, he he's a better, he's play, a better, yeah. better signing than Sam. Johnson. At, at this very moment, Sam, mm-hmm. uh, Louise is by. I mean, Everton is by far. The, I mean, that's low-hanging fruit. Yeah, best yeah. signing of the off-season. Mm-hmm. First, secondly. Despite the time he has missed, I think still a most valuable player this year. Everton? Yes. Everton is, I think, our yeah. most valuable player. Not our best player. Mm-hmm. Not our sexiest playing player. No, I mean, the nature of his role uh, doesn't allow it to be sexy. most important player on the team right now, mm-hmm. Everton Luiz. He, he actually had some fantastic individual... Um, He's got a lot of skill on him. Yeah, he's got he's got a ton of skill on the ball. I, I think sometimes we get carried away with the fact that he's a defensive midfielder, i.e. he's a bruiser, right? The, yeah, the Kyle Beckerman we have u- been used to for the past decade plus. Right. But he's got that Kyle Beckerman toughness and bruiser-like mentality right. with the finesse and the skill oh, yeah, yeah. of an offensive he, he, player. He's, he's technically gifted on the ball. Um, I mean, not... I, not to an extent, I think, where the leagues he came from, where... Well, there are also I, I think, different levels of skill I think required. in the MLS, yes. by MLS standards, he's extremely gifted on the ball. Um, and yeah, uh, so... Like I think it's called Big D Soccer. It's like the FC Dallas SB Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of those. There's a ton of those. For what it's worth, I think the writers at the FC Dallas from like I follow a few of them closely. The FC Dallas bunch actually have some very talented writers. Um, as weird as that sounds, and a line that stood out to me when they were you know uh, prepping like they do like a get to know your enemy thing. I think everyone does. Know thy enemy. Right, and it was uh, they were talking about the defensive midfield. They were talking about Kyle Beckerman and Everton Luis, and the line they said about Everton Luis was he's got enough brawn for both of them. That, mm. that Kyle is kind of the you know I'm gonna sit back and just sorry about that isolation. Uh, is gonna sit back and you know kind of be the captain, be the leader. He doesn't need to cover as much of the field where Everton Luis is just like straight up enforcer. Yes. Uh, go and can wreck some dudes. Yeah. Enforcer. But will also nutmeg you if you yeah. dare him to. Um I, I think had his final decision making, like inside the box, been a little tighter, he would have had either a goal or an assist. Um That's the last thing he needs. Yeah. He, he need I mean uh, not like last thing he needs as in like 
a thing he doesn't need. But the right, the last the last thing he needs the missing to add, component. The missing component. That's a way better way to put it. Yeah, high words. Put put some shots on goal, some dangerous shots for sure. I.e. Becker bombs a few years ago. Right. And, and now and now you change the complexity of our attack because when he's on the ball in the back, suddenly you have to step up. And that opens up the uh, right. Sam Johnson's the, the of the scream, world. The screamers the from a distance. You're absolutely yeah. right. Um, but all you got to do is, you don't even have to score. Just put a few close to target. Put them on frame. Make them nervous. Put, Make, put yeah. them on notice. Yes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, no, if have I, having said that, I would still say that putting him on frame. With power. With power. Winning formula. Drastically. Mm-hmm. I mean, drastically increases the chances of scoring a goal. Some would say Just my two some, cents. Some would say that's all you need. So, uh, hey, all I'm saying is this. If there isn't a t-shirt made in the next couple of days on this, we're making it. <laughs> if you say so. Yeah. Um, on frame, with power. And uh, 100% increases the chances of scoring a goal. Do you know Continue. What? Works 60% of the time, 100 or, you know, works 100% of the time, 60% of the time, whatever. Um, that was horrible. Yeah, it's a great movie. Everyone knows what I'm All right, so Dallas. One point away in Dallas. You're saying Everton Louise stood out. I didn't watch, like I said. Yeah, he. I mean, Sam Johnson, obviously not back, right? No, Sam Johnson, no Netum. One point in Dallas. Always good in my book. Oh, especially in the summer. Yeah. It, it's, you know, sweltering heat. It's the team is off coming off of short rest. Um, they just played that Tigris match, as, as we stated earlier. Like, if someone had said, hey, Bakir, uh, one point back pocket, you have no chance of winning, I would have taken it in a heartbeat. Absolutely, especially after starting a strong lineup against Tigres. We should t- cover Tigres for just a second, in a second, before without the Mike Petke package. Yeah, that, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, actually Dallas point. away, one point, awesome. I think this is, this is the kind of game that if it wasn't for a couple of recent results, they didn't go our way would just stand out as an incredible accomplishment, right? This is the way I see our point dropped in San Jose is the way I see this point gained in Dallas. It's yeah. a huge gain at the end of the season. It might literally be the differentiator pending right. a lot of other things. It is, it you know, uh, uh, and we're kind of alluding to it. Assuming a steady coaching leadership presence. Presence. yeah yes. assuming steady coaching for the rest of the season and like a lack of whatever we want to call what is currently going on um yeah it, it, i envision the i am willing to bet large sums of money that the difference between uh seventh and eighth spot which is the playoff line mm-hmm. is going to be no more than a point we've if, said that if, before and i agree even a point. And, if even and, a point. and i'm gonna see your three dollars Large sums of money, so four, and add another dollar to that. Five bucks. Yeah, it's don't, a fiver. Don't, don't fold on me now. So you know what? Screw it. Let's get right into it. So because the Tigres match will lead right into the Mike Petke thing. Let's talk about yes. Tigres. Let's talk about the actual Tigres game. Okay. First. So no more thoughts on FC Dallas. I have no thoughts. I didn't watch. My thoughts are a point in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Any time of any year over the past five or six years, they've been a powerhouse for quite a while now. Want a supporter shield in front of an empty stadium, don't you know? Uh, I, don't, I don't want to talk about fans yet because that's where we get into Tigres. In no, we're not going to talk about the fans of Tigres. So, one point away in Dallas, any of the last five years, especially a year like this year, mm-hmm. take it any day of the week. I don't care how ugly yeah. it was. In a matter of fact, I would prefer it to be ugly. It, it, it Again, that's why it... it Without watching the game, 
the overall reports I've read remind me of the San Jose game, where it was ugly, dirty, grinded out. I mean, there were opportunities. I would say that well, the of FCL course, there always opportunities. Was more, more open than the San Jose. There game. were also San Jose. Yeah, there were opportunities in San Jose still. Sure, but I, but I do think FCLs was more open. I think Dallas away one point is a point gained, not two mm-hmm. points dropped. It's absolutely a point gained right. against an opponent that's like neck to neck with us right now. Oh yeah, right there. So right in the thick of it. So no more Dallas thoughts. Um, Tigres. So that was a fun game. That was beyond a fun game. I can see what... Okay. Rewind. We got tickets in our usual section. We had section 35. Section 35. We got tickets in seats other than our seats. And it was made clear to us pretty early on that this is not a season ticket holder package ticket that's included with your package. Right? Right, right. This, this was an addition to... Which immediately meant to me that section 35 despite how much dislike some podcasters might have for it is not going to be its usual self not the usual section 35 35 is usually friendly 35 is usually standing chanting we know everyone around us except for like the six people who sell their tickets there's always like six friendly strangers otherwise we know everyone else there a little yes. light profanity sprinkled in yeah lots of flags lots of waving lots Good of times. Uh, scarves you know, yeah it's, it's a supporters group. now dude, i don't agree with like us starting our own freaking chants while there's a perfectly good chant happening on the other side of the stadium we can just join in on we discussed that at length but different different story so we show up to the game and uh, yeah, go figure. Thirty-five is not thirty-five. I think I recognize three other people there that are usually mm-hmm. there. Right. We were not in our usual seats. We we're two rows behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, in a, in thirty-five, that's basically the same seat because everyone stands. Right. Honestly, for the life of me, I don't know where my actual seat is in thirty-five. I know. Despite the it, fact that you advertise it on air every time. But I never look back. I don't know if I'm sure. in my seat. Right. Like, you know, we shuffle. As sometimes, the game goes on, we follow the Sometimes ball. someone will actually show up and like, hey, uh, I think that's my seat. I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know where I'm standing in <laughs> right. that case, I'll, right? I'll, I'll scoot over. Yeah. So we show up and sure enough, totally different atmosphere. Yeah. Everyone's sitting. There's no chanting. There's a whole lot of Tigres jerseys. Yeah. Walking into the stadium, a whole lot of Tigres jerseys. Mm-hmm. I think the official number for this game was like 15, 16, 17,000. I can't remember. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was like 14, 14 I, approaching 15. Maybe I'm, maybe, maybe I'm mixing up games mm-hmm. then. But it was, it was decent showing. Yeah. However, it was mostly, from what I was able to observe, Tigres fans, yeah. which also makes sense. All right. If, if you're a Tigres fan, for example, you don't get to watch your team in person very much. So it right. doesn't matter whether you live in Salt Lake or within travelable, Idaho, drivable. Las Vegas, Colorado. There were people from Chicago there. Right. Uh, yeah. You will make the drive. I have done that. We have done that we have for done other that. teams. Yep. F- further distances than that. Yeah. Hop on a nice little flight. And it's it's a, it's understandable and acceptable and, and awesome actually. To see that. Right. I also really liked what the stadium did, which is every announcement was in English and then Spanish. Mm-hmm. And they very much, it felt like, tried to showcase RSL and what RSL stadium and games are like 
to Tigres supporting population who don't frequent. Sure. That's the impression I get. Right. And the absolute most beautiful picture I saw, well, it wasn't a picture, I saw it in person, but it's in it's tattooed in my brain, is this young boy, I don't know, early to mid-teenager, like 13 through 15 years old, was what it looked like, wearing a Tigres jersey mm-hmm. on him and carrying in his hand a freshly brand new bought with the tag still on RSL jersey. Right. That was like, okay, mission accomplished. Right. You, we, have, we have a convert. That's exactly what it is. That kid is going to come back to RSL games, I think. I right. hope. Right. It, that jersey is not cheap. I mean, in this. Right. I don't, I haven't bought one from there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, mission accomplished in that sure. perspective. So, just from the fan perspective and, and, and the atmosphere, what pissed me off most mm-hmm. is uh, is some of the reluctance of some of the quote unquote RSL faithful against this tournament. Right. Against this match. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing stupid comments like, oh, hey, this is a made up tournament. No shit, asshole. Every <laughs> tournament is made up. Right. That's how tournaments exist. Sure. At, at, at some point, someone had the idea to start like a competition. England has like three cups, right? On all top of, of the league, quote unquote, made up. It's a lack of it's, history. It's all made up. Sure. Yes. Sure. I loved, man. Okay. Uh, forget the actual game. The atmosphere. It was. It was exciting. It was electric. Yeah. It felt good. It was absolutely electric. It felt like we're playing competition that's way mm-hmm. out there, right? We're playing against a very organized supporters section that they brought over those those fans knew what they were doing um it, it it felt electric that's the best way for me to put it it felt absolutely electric it was perfect weather right it was absolutely perfect night it was a great night for soccer the riot the mm-hmm. unified riot showed up oh my god i will i watched the rest of the uh, nations or what is it called leagues cup matches so la and houston and chicago in every one of those the visiting supporters clearly outdid the home supporters right the mexico fans were louder and not at rio tinto i mean i think i think they were louder for longer but the riot was they didn't the have least there's the outnumbered roof. yeah no we were outnumbered mm-hmm. we are clearly outnumbered which is a shame in its own, and I'll get into a comment with uh, that, that, that I was uh, discussing with someone earlier uh, well, well, I mean, on the way to the match. We were clearly outnumbered, but the riot, the South End, did not stop supporting. No, it I was mean, awesome. singing, chanting, yeah. I mean, the whole nine yards. I think if they can do that ninety minutes every game, the way that I mean, that's just incredible. It, nice. yeah. it was, it was amazing. The whole thing was absolutely amazing electric uh loved it i can told i can see where this tournament can go there's an mls versus liga mx match especially when they bring their best i mean we played the best hmm. from so down they, there they 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 were not you know it, it, it wasn't a weak lineup it brings with it an electricity hmm. that i think we other than that only get in like playoff matches here there was an incentive to win um, so, so you know, people talking about like the quote unquote made up turn it like like so as far as you know, I'm gonna use their language. As far as made up tournaments go, 
This one had, my understanding, is a pretty hefty prize pool for the players. Yeah. And the team. And a trophy. And a, like, a very regulated, scheduled playoff format. Like, it wasn't a friendly. Like, like to me, I think at this point, we have to assume that Real Salt Lake will have a summer game that is not U.S. Open Cup, that is not MLS regular season. So, mm-hmm. last year, it was, who was it? Inter? Was it Inter? I was Inter yeah. was there. It was Inter, uh, Manchester United. Uh, yeah, those are friendlies. Those are friendlies. And here's the thing: if we're gonna have a summer game in the middle of the year that doesn't really help us with MLS or US Open Cup, I'd rather it be this. Yes. Like this. This was way better than the friendly against Manchester United. Oh, this hands was way down. better than the friendly against Inter. Like this actually meant something. Like we had comp- competitive play, we had limited substitutions, you know, a healthy back and forth. It was just an overall better experience than the typical friendlies we have against the European. Oh, hands down, this is not even this. This is I was at the United game. I was at the Inter game. Mm-hmm. Not even close. I was right. even. We had the friendly against one of the Mexican teams a few years ago. I can't remember who it was anymore. No, no, not no, not not even close. This felt like something is on the line. Right. Something serious is on the line. Serious being relative. Everyone's bringing their A game, but our fans. I am look yeah. those who were at the stadium, hands down. I mean, I've I've. This this is one of those things where quality over quantity. Now I understand some people couldn't make it. It's a mid midweek game, eight thirty. You have right. six year old children at home. You cannot come out to an eight thirty yeah, game for sure. I wasn't home till like eleven thirty p.m. that night. It was a late one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I had to fly like five hours later. Right, but it's just me, right? But if I have kids, of course, I'm not taking them with me. Sure, totally understood, understandable. Um, I think this tournament has a really good opportunity to make a lot of things happen to, to, to just complete maybe it's a, maybe it's the making of a new we keep screaming about the CONCACAF Champions League is not fair because it's played during our off season basically mm-hmm. the most important games are before we start our season right. and they're mid-season form this is the kind of thing that can happen right for sure and I loved everything about it absolutely everything about it and I made I'm going to recycle a comment that someone made at us a few months ago. As uh, I think I wrote something on the tweet machine and someone said, well, that's typical. That's a typical opinion of a uh, neck-bearded hipsters. <laughs> something like that. Okay. I think the only thing that can ruin this tournament are these, oh, I'm too good for this tournament crowd. Right. I'm going to be that guy. Let me, let, me, let me speak my piece. I don't care if they're mad at me. I hope they're mad at me. If you think you're too good to show up to this tournament, mm-hmm. I think the tournament is too good for you. Sure. You want to elaborate on too good? Well, w- w- name the excuses. It's a it's a money grab. No shit, Einstein. Yes. Okay, yes that's it's right. a soccer game. Oh, right. Well, it doesn't matter at this point. If anyone is still on from the last one, they're still on. All right. If... It's a money grab. Yes, it's it's a money game. It's a money business. That's what it's sure, about. Sure. There's, there's a lot of money the on the argument. line. Yes. yes. No, but MLS soccer isn't a 501c3 it's, nonprofit organization. It's a made-up tournament. Yes. So is every other tournament ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one's going to care about it or take it serious. Oh, did you look at the lineups? Sure as we, hell seemed like they took right. it serious. Both teams took it serious. Absolutely. One guy specifically took it a little too serious. We'll get to him in a second. I mean, you can make the argument that the red card 
but I mean, yeah, look, the, I officiating mean, was horrid. I, I think. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Oh, I, mean, I, I thought you were talking about. That. I mean, that was that was the one thing he the ref actually went back and took a look at. Yeah. After two was it two or three goals being called offside? By the way, mm. confirmed. I think it looks like all three are offside. Correct calls. But by like a, an a eighth hair. of an inch. Yeah, it was close. But this is where the ref should probably go take a look. But with the Lennon thing that looked nasty, he got him. He got him. He got that him. That was all right. Did not look intentional. But intent doesn't matter. Absolutely, it does. No, no, no. no, oh, no. In, a red in, the le- in the letter of the law, intent doesn't matter. You Absolutely, can't endanger, it does. You can't endanger the safety of an opponent Dude, and, and every just because time, you didn't mean to. Every time you run out in the field, you're endangering your opponent. Every time no, no, you slide no, into no, a tackle, no, no, whether fairly or I'm, not. No, hold not, on, hold on. You no. you got yourself into this. No, 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 no. I didn't get every, myself into that. I'm not every, talking about every, the, the, the philosophy. I'm every, talking literally the letter of the law. The letter of the law is is intentional endangerment. This is why the whole Zlatan thing is. No. Why does Zlatan not get Red card. Zlatan doesn't get a red card because he's Zlatan. That was a red card. Intent okay, but what was, the, what was what was Pro's uh, explanation? I have no idea. I didn't even bother reading Intent. It. No. No, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding you, dude. Look it up. The, their literal explanation was this. Zlatan's hand was not in a fist formation, which usually indicates the intent of an intentional elbowing. His hand was open. Therefore, they do not believe... His intent was to hurt the player. Yeah, I don't think his intent... This doesn't matter. We're not here to talk about something. Whoa, hold on. You All I'm saying into, is... But intent he, totally matters. He, in, he endangered the safety of his opponent and broke the dude's face. That's a red. That's a red. There's no arguing the fact that that's a red. That's a red every day of the week. No. All right, man. I, I don't have time. For I disagree, but that's beyond the point. So, anyways. Atmosphere, awesome. Fans, awesome. The ones that show up, awesome. Tigres fans, awesome. Um, I really hope we get some new blood into the stadium because of this. Because Lord sure. knows we need some attendance figures. I'm not sure what the club is doing wrong other than not playing well. But they haven't played well in years past. It was always packed. So uh, it was packed. It was like bad. I mean, they still average like 18 plus thousand. Sure. I don't think they're averaging 18 plus thousand this mm-hmm. year. And I think they're doing better this year than like two years ago. So anyways, now on the field. Right. And I said this to you in the stands. There's a significant difference in quality of a top Liga MX team and a top MLS team. There are exceptions. Right. But I know the last time I watched a team that RSL played that was solid in every single position from 1 to 11. They were just completely solid. Everyone was... There were no Maradonas or Ronaldinho's out sure. there, but every player was solid, uh, knew what they're doing, quick, technically loaded. Right. Um, I was kind of hoping that would translate to Dallas because da- any a game against any MLS uh, opon- uh, opposition after that game should be slow. Right. The speed of the game against a, a technically gifted Tigres. And they are. They're quick on the ball. It's the decision-making is much faster. Um, and, and yeah, 1 through 11, everyone is comfortable on the ball. Yes. Everyone has some level of skills. And, and that is the difference between a Tigris uh, and an RSL side. Um, I, I think you said this during the game. Tigris presented a very unique problem for Real Salt Lake that... I mean, short of like an LAFC, and I haven't seen enough of their games this year to like Even know they how they have play. Weaknesses. It was yeah. a, it was a, 
it was a very unique problem that Tigris presented that Real Salt Lake couldn't replicate with any MLS yeah. team. You know, like like the the things they needed to figure out to beat or solve or or defend against Tigres is something that no MLS team could could replicate well. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, you would hope that there's a very steep learning curve there where they're like, oh, we got to figure this stuff out real quick that then they can apply. Yeah. You know, down but the line. It's kind of the, it's kind of the definition of if you watch baseball when a when a batter is warming up. Uh, he puts uh, a weight on his bat, mm-hmm. and then when he swings, uh, actually, you know, take it, take it separate. When when you see runners and they put weights around their ankles, right? And the idea is that if you can run with those weights on your ankles, mm-hmm. when you take them off, you're gonna feel lightning fast. You can right run better. Yeah, yeah. So that's the same idea. If if you can keep up with the Tigres, you should have no problem with any MLS side. Having said that. I do think they kept up to Tigres. I don't think we deserve to lose that game. No, I think we had no. some incredible opportunities. We got a little unlucky in a couple of uh, chances. Right. We got lucky on at least one chance, the inner post up against Romando. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are blaming Romando for that goal. I don't get it. That was just a, that was a weird deflection. It was a deflection, yeah. yeah. Um, now, sure, maybe Romando 10 years ago makes the correction <laughs> in time to get there, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but yeah, that was that was weird. Yep. I, I thought it was a good showing, uh, respectable showing. No outstanding players up or down. Mm-hmm. Everyone played well, I thought. And uh, Plata did really well. Dude, Plata is Plata, a man possessed. Plata was like player of the match in that game. Plata's trying to get his way into Mexico. I respect that. And uh, yeah, no, Tigres, really good experience, really good exercise. I really wish we had won because I really want to go to Vegas for that final. Yeah, it would have been nice. Um and you forgot to mention that the RSL duck now has a friend, the RSL cat. Speaking of weird. That happened. Yeah. It's not. It, it's it's not an equal comparison. The RSL duck cat. was a show. Remember? That thing yeah, was the in duck, the middle the of the field. The duck was on the field for like a, a yeah. hot minute. Yeah. And it went off. It came back on. Yeah. Duck presented <laughs> a unique problem to the was, ground screw. That was... Uh, the duck is still in a league of its own, but yeah, that was. I mean, look, if you got, and maybe my whole mood about the game has changed mm-hmm. because of that, because he had kind of a. The duck also went. No, no, no. So the duck was on the field longer. The cat made a play on the ball. Yeah. So that that's you know. But that, we also bull. lost with the cat. Right. Duck I is, think the duck a, is better luck. I think in a way, the the ending with the with the cat kind of brought the whole thing home. Like, uh, it's soccer. Mm-hmm. You know? It's fun. We're supposed to laugh. Right. It's entertainment. Sure. And I still have to get home, packed, mm-hmm. and to the airport in about four or five hours. Sure. <laughs> right? So, like, okay, this is just fun. Right. Just go with the fun. So, I choose to spend my week, week uh, weeknights in that case. Yeah. Whatever. Something like that. Okay. Anyways, so... Uh, what happened at the end of that match is what I think we're going to discuss a lot, unless there are other po- talking points, because I'm, I think we might not get to anything else if we get into that Mike no, Petke situation. I, mean, I think the Petke situation then bleeds over into NYCFC and the two other games. All right, so why don't, why, don't you, why don't you open us up with the Petke thing? Because, like I said, I was traveling a bit, and I was, I mean, you were doing an incredible job keeping everyone updated and posted. Um, Thanks, man. I'm, I'm trying to catch up a bit. So, what. 
the world happened. Why is everyone mad about Mike Petke being mad? I mean, I think you're grossly oversimplifying. With that I'm sense. not oversimplifying. I'm quite, quite literally asking the question. Sure, but you're asking it in like a Fox News way. Like Fox News, in theory, only well, asks some people, questions. Well, some people like Fox News, so don't 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 get all judgy here. Why sure. is everyone upset? Okay, so uh, I don't think we even realized. We were, I don't want to say we were in a hurry to get out, but like... I think we were just. I did mil- not catch. There was a lot going thing. on on the field. Yeah, um, and I think it was happening further away from Section Thirty Five, uh, so on the other side of the. Stadium. Yeah, it was like midfield area. Yeah. Um, there's a video circulating, not circulating. There's a publicly available video of our coach Mike Petke walking up to the officials after the game. He is visibly upset. He is clearly, he's clearly not using a normal tone, right? Like his, like you can tell by how the, how open and wide his mouth is and just that there's volume behind. He's and, yelling. And his usual tone is usually yelling. Right. He comes in at like a, an 11. Like that's just life. Um, yes. No, he's, he's clearly visibly upset. He's clearly swearing. He's clearly upset. Um, he's being semi, like he's not being physically held back, but there are definitely dudes trying to, Get between him and the officials. Um, the official goes to his back pocket, gives him a red, shows him a red card, and Petke doubles down mm-hmm. on uh, the energy and is even more so upset and even more so obviously yelling. And this is the part where I think it, it gets a little. I don't want. It's not dicey. Something clearly happened because of the because of the punishment. Um, it there are people who are claiming, and I can see what they are seeing that he is wording. He is saying they're reading his lips essentially, and that what he is yelling at, and pardon my language here, isolation. I'm just going to lay it out there. What he is yelling at the officials is motherfucking putos. Um. Over and over, it, it wasn't like a one-time thing. It's it's he's he's clearly trying to get something started. Um, that was the video showed. For as time has progressed, reports have come out. None of them by like none of them by the team or by the league or by Tigres or by the officials themselves. So reports coming out that this continued into the tunnel, and that Mike Petke had to physically be restrained as he continued yelling these the exact same phrases at the officials and that apparently somewhere along the way he had picked up a sign that had Puto written on it that he was holding up uh, at the the officials as they were walking down the tunnel. He has since been suspended for the game against FC Dallas, which uh, uh, Freddie Juarez coached. He will miss an additional two MLS games. So he will miss the NYCFC game and the SKC game. He will miss the next three. Uh, what was the tournament called against Tigres? Ligas? Uh, Leagues, Leagues Cup. Leagues Cup or whatever. He will be missing the next three games there, whatever they may occur. Uh, he has been fined $25,000 by MLS. And he has been suspended from Real Salt Lake for two weeks. And is not allowed to contact or interact with anyone on the team or with the club itself. Oh, without pay. Without pay. Correct. So by MLS standards, 
as far as my memory goes, the most strict I've seen of punishments. I, I, I mean, I can't think of, you know, the only other time I feel like where we're, where it's more unknown is when a player has like, you know, criminal litigation and they're just like suspended indefinitely. Um, but as far as like immediate punishments with quantifiable time zones, oh, he is also um, to attend anger management, sensitivity, and diversity training on top of the regular training that every uh, member of the league uh, gets at the start of the year. So yeah, that happened. There's also a healthy contingent of RSL Nation currently asking for him to be fired. Why? Um, because of these actions. Because of the you which know, one, which ones specifically? Specifically, the, the screaming, the uh, slurs at the officials, um, the instigating violence, the fact that it's the third time around, the fact that it, it, so in HR there's this there's this thing called um, brilliant jerks. Where you have these people who can like provide so much value to your company that it's okay if they're a little mean to everyone. Uh, people are saying that Petke doesn't qualify that because his results have been so mediocre that he doesn't have the right to treat other humans this way. Not to su- we're not suggesting that the act of being a jerk is excusable if you're brilliant. I don't prescribe to that personal model myself. But basically, basically, RSL Nation is currently on fire. Some. Well, no, it's no, all no, on fire. No, it's all it's on what fire. side they're yeah. on. There's nobody in RSL currently that's going, this Meh. is good. Yeah, no no one has zero opinions right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not ideal. So, a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. Where do we know all of this information from? So, the the punishments and the video are, the video is just like publicly accessible. You can pull it up right now. The punishments from MLS Soccer and a press release by uh, Real Salt Lake and kudos to like you know real salt lake they uh they use some very strong language in condemning mike petke um in the press release they sent out um which is probably a good thing so what you're saying okay so yeah if he's making homophobic remarks slurs Mm -hmm. slurs so can can i read there yeah there so i think it's actually it's actually important The club has issued the following statement. We hold everyone in our organization, particularly the leadership, to the highest standards and expect them to teach everyone with dignity and respect. We have the utmost respect for the referees, pro, and Major League Soccer, and we'll be working with the league to ensure that everyone in our organization treats all referees, players, coaches, and fans with the dignity, respect, civility, and professionalism that is consistent with our values. Although although we appreciate Coach Petke's passion and drive to win, it should never come at the expense of those values. We support and agree with the league's decision on this matter. Real Salt Lake will additionally be suspending Coach Petke from all club activity for two weeks without pay. In addition, he will be required to attend anger management courses to help remedy what has been a recurring issue, and he will be required to issue written apologies to both the league and the individual referees. As a club, we apologize to our fans for this incident, and going forward, we will continue to demand that all staff adhere to the highest personal standards without excuse. The club will not provide further comment. Decent statement. Strong. I, I I think the line about recurring issue. With the anger management. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't know that Mike Petke has anger management issues? Nobody, but, you know, it's kind of... The first couple times was cute. Got to stop we, being cute. Are, are, are we upset about the anger management? Are we upset about the homo- 
the potential of homophobic so, the hom- homophobic slur definitely happened. You can see him mouthing it. They allude to it. The punishment matches the crime. Like, like no, we, we, we will never get the audio tape of Mike Petke doing what he's doing. But it's very clear that it, it's not like, oh, this might have happened. It's this definitely happened. And what is this homophobic chant? Is that puto? puto. It, yes, okay. it's the one that, that was being, it, it became very normal in the stadium. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a sad, so that, that that's what saddens me. All right. The Mexican Soccer Association, Football Association, is already aware that, and they've been warned multiple times by international bodies uh, of soccer. Mm-hmm. And all of U.S. fans, including us, I have a video of the crowd chanting puto, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Nick Romando, which I took very personal, right. right away. So what upsets me about this is that the things we're upset about with them, mm-hmm. our guy now did. Right. Uh, maybe at this point we still say allegedly did because I, it, I don't think that, we that's have to beyond do that. the point. No, no, I think we need to. Uh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. So it did. Mm-hmm. That's what upset me. So right. I wouldn't be upset if it wasn't proven that he did it. Right. Mm-hmm. So obviously it upsets me because that's where the line is. I think when you start, when you are swearing at people because of sexual orientation, um, race, color religious hmm. uh, affiliations sure that's the line right like you know Mike Petke is an angry guy mm-hmm. if Mike Petke goes out and punches that guy we don't have this problem well we have, we have, a, have, different we have problem. a different problem sure assault is a very serious crime yeah <laughs> by no means are we suggesting it's okay but that is not okay it is not okay if once you go after someone, look, hey, you and I can speak to this from experience. We are minorities. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think we're minorities. We're, we're minorities. I don't, know, I don't no. know what we are. <laughs> okay, keep going. Um, so, when you go after someone's again religious affiliations, race, mm-hmm. color, sure. uh, religion, uh, I already mentioned that. Um, yes. Uh, sexual orientation, whatever it may be, that, that's the line. That is absolutely the line. The, the question for me is this, and and uh, we can get into this. I think Mike Petke will get fired. Yeah, from and, and RSL. I think, I think we should. They have to. Player. They have to fire him. I think there's not a lot of other options for them right now. Yeah. Having said that, I would. I do want to go on the record, um, and I think I'm not the only one. Yes, he absolutely messed up, mm-hmm. screwed up. Excuse my French. Fucked up. Right. I do not. In any way, shape, or form, believe Mike Petke is a homophobe. I agree with that. I don't think he's got a homophobic homophobic bone in his body. Mm-hmm. He obviously has anger issues. Right. And if he had said anything else, if he had just left it at motherfucker. Sure. This is a non-issue. Right. This <clears> is a matter of RSL Nation behind Mike Petke saying, well, yeah, fuck pro. I don't think this is pro in this case, but yeah, I get what you're getting at. Well, uh, right, they were based on the yeah. based, yeah, yes, based off the state. The only thing I disagree with with RSL uh, uh, comments is that we have respect for pro. We don't. I have no respect for pro. Sure, they're pro is on a good day. Pro is at best mm-hmm. incompetent. Right. At worst, crooked. Correct. Either way, not respectable. Sure. So I'll take that off the statement. But yeah, no, the, the line is there. I can see where everyone's coming from on both sides. I do not believe Mike Petke is a homophobe. I, I think you're right. We can let, you know, people keep talking about whether Puto is a is a is a derogatory term or not. 
In Mexico, people don't think it is. Here we think it is. We live in the society sure. that we have created, and we have made a big deal mm-hmm. out of their fans making that statement. Right. So we have to hold our own accountable. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, fundamentally, I, I agree with your with your previous statement that Mike Petke is is not a homophobic guy. Mike Petke was very much looking for a confrontation. In the right context, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's it's especially for Mike Petke. Some of what RSL Nation loves him the most for is that confrontational behavior. It's that 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 high passion and but I think he was looking to like start a physical altercation. Like it it regardless of the words he used to describe the feelings, it it exceeded the line. And the fact that he then doubled down by using the words that he would know would most anger and most garner a reaction is, is just indicative of a larger problem. Okay, let me say it this way. I am surprised mm-hmm. by the fact that Mike Petke made the statement that included a homophobic remark. Yeah. I'm not surprised by the fact that Mike Petke lost his shit and started screaming at referees. Right. With potentially up to the intention of physical harm. Is it okay? I don't know. That's not the point. It's, definitely it's not obviously okay. not okay, yes. <laughs> but that doesn't surprise me. Right. I'm surprised with the homophobic remark. That's what I'm surprised by. Right. Still doesn't change my opinion because you have to look at a man's or a person's body of work. I do not think, from the evidence that I've seen, that Mike Petke overall is a homophobic guy. Right. Um, I think most of our isolation would agree with that statement. Yeah. So do you think he's going to get fired? So ultimately, humans are allowed to err, right? It's what makes us human. And, you know, I am only human is the line. Um, Mike Petke needs to attend this anger management, sensitivity and diversity training, obviously just for his own being, I kind of feel like, um, you know, depends on how good the training is, because right. some training is just crap and it's lip service. Um, and I, I think he's allowed to grow from this. I think he's allowed to ask for forgiveness. And, and uh, I think now RSL Nation has the job of, of trying to figure out of, okay, we can forgive him, but does that necessarily have to happen here uh, under our roster? Um, I think given the language that I'm seeing, given the fact that, you know, Real Salt Lake has removed him from essentially the office for the next two weeks, I think they're in decision-making mode. Um, I would imagine that in his contract, there's probably some kind of out clause for Real Salt Lake under circumstances like these, where, uh, you know, he is a representative of the club and of the state and of the city of, you know, Salt Lake slash Sandy. Um, where they can say, hey, this isn't what we're about and we no longer want to do business with you. I I think this is, if not the last straw, it's the one right before it. Um, he will be on extremely thin ice. And if he isn't fired in the next two weeks, he'll be fired later in the season. I think I don't want a Mike Petke without that fire and the passion. Mm-hmm. I don't want those... Yeah, he's, he's going to be a former shadow. Obviously, don't want, you know, those kinds of remarks. I, I also think we have, on multiple occasions over the years, made it very clear that 
don't know. Um, Mike Petke is not the most technically or tactically brilliant person. Mm-hmm. Um, but we like him and we want to keep him around because he fires up the base. He fires up the players. Right. So if he can't be that because of some arbitrary uh, limits, then mm. I'm not sure there's there's much there's much use for him here. Love yeah. Mike Petke. Love what he has done. Love the passion he brings. Uh, if the club decides they have to go a different route because of these statements, I would understand. We 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 want to hold ourselves to a higher regard. We want to hold ourselves. We cannot complain about Mexican fans making a stupid homophobic statement continuously, years and years and years into it being well documented and being complained about and being called out. Right without us holding our own guys to to that standard yeah it, it's the baseline that's, for everybody that's all it is i, I really decency. Uh, you know i i, I th- what that means for the rest of the season mm-hmm. i don't know so i i mean to to you know I, I think there's a greater implication here that isn't soccer related but ultimately we are a soccer podcast so i think we do need to tie it back to yes. that um I, you know, no, no disrespect to, to, to Freddy Juarez, but, you know, I, I, I think he'll kind of take over in the, yeah in the interim, um, you know, the, so they are giving Petke credit for missing the FC Dallas game. So he will only have to miss NYCFC and SKC. So like I was distracted by this and I don't do anything soccer related at work. So I can't even imagine what the feeling is inside the locker room. I think it's the kind of distraction that's big enough to have an impact on the field a negative one um i was of the opinion that at the end of this month we would start kind of dipping anyway i think this will compound on that um i i think i think this has the very high potential to be the point in the season where we stay below the playoff line through the rest of the year yeah, no, look, before we even touching on, I'm, I'm looking at as we speak. So I'm not looking at our page because mm-hmm. there was a lot of reaction on our page to this. I'm looking at the RSL page. Right. Fan reaction after they released the statement. And, and I'm looking at statements like, you know, Zach uh, says, uh, seems a bit steep. I get the suspension. Mm-hmm. I get the fine. But the referees are terrible. That's that's like a series of whataboutisms, right? Um. As a fan, I support Mike Petke. I think this is too harsh. The piling on the piling on is just over the top. Okay, I get that. That's from Nikki. Um, oh, here's, here's a good one. Rocky Crofts says, absolutely spineless horseshit. How about we stand up for the, our manager who stood up for our club and players the entire time? I get where she's coming from, right? Um... A lot of positive Mike Pecky is the king. The MLS claims that they hold everybody to a high standard. Yes, Zlatan. We, we won't get into that. Yeah, there's, right? that's a dumb well, Again, person. I'm it's, sorry. No, hold on. Aboutisms. Uh, what aboutisms? Anger management classes. He's not angry, just passionate. I get all of that. And I excuse everything except for the homophobic stuff. And the homophobic stuff, The the, the let's just call it. Huh? We're, we're an open podcast yeah the puto chance right oh not chance the puto whatever they are yelling at mm-hmm. 
They're not in- excusable. Correct. They're not excusable. That's where the line is. That's where the line is drawn. That's where we have to hold anyone and everyone accountable. I just don't want there to be any confusion because I know there's going to be some, to rephrase what, someone else, what I quoted earlier, there's going to be some uh, neckbeard hipsters mm-hmm. who will just simply put this into a category, into a bucket, because it's easy of like, oh, another guy in Utah right. who's a homophobe. Sure. Don't think Mike Petke in any way, shape, or form is a homophobe. There are consequences he has to pay for his actions. Absolutely. I don't think he should get fired for this. I think he will. Right. I don't think he should. If I thought mm-hmm. he was a homophobe, well, we shouldn't have hired him to start with. Sure. And we should definitely fire him after this. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he is. I think he, he, he made a horrible mistake and he will pay for it. I don't think he should pay for it with his job. Who the hell else are we going to hire? I mean, that, that's really the, you know, that's not the big question, but that's a big question. I, I think, you know, you look at uh, Colorado and they hired, I can't think of that, Hudson, Alex Hudson, I think it was, the, the Kiwi. Mm-hmm. I mean, they imploded, like, you know, just because just there's a, just because there is a coaching vacancy available doesn't mean you will find somebody confident, yeah. competent to fill it. Especially um, to fill, I mean, you're talking about a soccer team, you're talking about athletes, like 20-something athletes. They all have per- different personalities, styles, likes, right. dislikes. That's why I think so often when, when teams get rid of a coach late in the season, they don't hire a new manager. They just let whoever's already there. Right, finish it out. Finish it out because mm-hmm. of the complexity of human beings. Right. I do think, here, let me give you my prediction. Max out for two more games, right? Mm-hmm. We get four points in those two games. Mike's out. That's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I think. Unless, okay, if like a video of this chant or this this outrage or this event. video, this event comes out, he's out regardless. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The rest doesn't matter in that case. It's a matter of PR, in my opinion. So I do. I think so. The MLS had the quote-unquote investigation into this in the, the first suspension, the SC Dallas one. The dude's mic'd up for the game. Good. I, Show us the evidence. I don't think they're going to do that. If I think they that's don't do that, if, if they don't do that, uh-huh. what they do is that they enable idiots like us to fill in the gaps. No, there's... With made-up bullshit. No. Because it, right now, all I'm reading is like some guy who's been verified by Twitter and he says... Now I can release the information I know to be true. Sure, like where, where did you get it from? Sure, right. It, but like, so in his post-game interview about asking about the red, Petke lied about the order of events. The way he described it and what the video shows, not, we're not draw, a, we're just drawing conclusions. Not right a one to one. It's I get what you're getting at. For what it's worth, I do think audio slash video will leak. It's the nature of Good. of the internet. Um, I think it ends up ruining this man's career. Um, and yeah, I, I think that the likelihood that we have seen uh, Mike Petke manage his last game for the Clary Cobalt is extremely high. Um, and I think it, yeah, tanks the season. It's just it's just a crappy situation to be in. Yeah. Um, and it's also worth pointing that, you know, this is the third year in a row that we've had something like this not quite like this but you know at, at some point it starts becoming a distraction you hire a Mike Pecky you know what you're getting 
No, that's a cop out. No, it, you know what you're getting. He's a professional. He needs to. He, if you walk into, he's tomorrow, got a record. He's got a history. If you if you want to get rid of Mike Petke because of anger issues, but it's not. Even no anger. one can it, tell it's, me it's how he's acting on them. There are right ways. You're to talking about with. this one specific thing. That's that's sure. what I mean. Yes, if the one specific thing. I'm 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 saying the one specific thing is inexcusable. Right. What I'm saying is if Mike Petke is an angry dude. Mm-hmm. You knew that bringing him in, right? You also knew he's but not maybe a, not to this extent. Maybe the nose this bad. He's no. We have seen him done do this thing before. We've the, not seen him do the this differentiator before. here is the homophobic uh, remark. That is the again the line. We have seen him go after refs and yell and scream. I mean, right. not even like in the tunnel, but in press conferences. Yeah, sure. Now you're right. So yeah, the. the the, the homophobic thing, there's no excuse for it. It's a Petke's done, I think. But yeah, it, it's um, to say that this is complicated the rest of the season would be, I think, a gross I think our season is done, basically. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, this. I mean, sh- we have a relatively young roster to begin with, and this is the type of non-soccer distraction that basically implodes team chemistry, yeah. team confidence. Like, So let's say Petke doesn't get fired. How is he gonna, you know, like how's he gonna coach like a Corey Baird whose brother I think is is gay? You know, how's he like? No, uh, see, no. This here's is, thing. This I, is, I, I get what you're getting, getting too far. Into, uh, but here's the thing: it changes things. I agree with you that Mike Petke is not a homophobic guy. I think he used language that he knew would get a reaction, language that is inexcusable. I agree. But Corey Baird, like, is gonna personalize and internalize some of that. Yeah, and I'm just speaking on Corey Baird's behalf here, which I have no right to do, obviously. Maybe Corey Baird's totally fine I would love to hear from Corey Baird. Right. But but like you see the scenario I'm getting at. Like this is the type of thing that there's a there's a pre-relationship with the locker room and there's a post-relationship with the locker room of this event. Yeah. This is this is literally a game changer. It has changed the way RSL currently plays the game. Yes. In in what I envision will be an extremely negative way. I, I, look, yes, I agree. There's no way. Uh, I, I don't see a way how we come back from the break. Right. Not the break, but, you know, the, his break. Right. <laughs> with him still on the payroll. I just don't, I, I don't see it. Like, there, it's almost irreparable with the team. Right. The fan base will be split on this. Yeah, they're already my, split on this. I, I think my opinion is clear on this. There's no room for homophobic uh, remarks. There's no room for you know uh, uh, religious remarks, poli- even political remarks. Keep that shit out of here, right? Right. All of that should be off the field. So we'll see. We'll, we will see. If, if anyone, if anyone wants to excuse the homophobic remarks, I think you're in the wrong. You cannot excuse those. The only silver, that's not even silver lining. The only thing to take away from it is, I do not believe he's a homophobe. Right, but that's not the question. To me, it is. When it it comes to questioning someone's character, to me, it is. Now, the same character, even if he does come back, how how passionate do you think he will be about the organization? That, that, That just basically, probably in his eyes, threw him under the bus. I mean, I... 
he hasn't made a public comment yet in regards to any of this. Well, that's probably his smartest move to the, on this <laughs> yet. Yes. Right. It, it's I. If he feels that he's been thrown under the bus by the organization, that's delusional. He has he he chose to do what he did, and at this point, his employer has every right to respond accordingly. No, forget rights. Forget rights. If if your company made a statement like that about you. If I had just no, forget what you did. Yeah, and you have to remember in his sure. mind, he probably doesn't feel guilty, or whatever it is. We haven't again, we haven't heard a public statement. I'm sure he. But if okay. your company made a comment about you like that, forget actual rights and wrongs, just the actual objective statement. Right, that's that relationship is is under duress to say it's the over. Least. It's Correct. completely yes. over. But to sit here and say he feels thrown under the bus is, I think some implication that he has like ground to stand up he doesn't he's in the wrong period okay yeah yeah cannot disagree with that the, there, you know, there, there are different ways to handle absolutely being and, in the wrong and having an employee be in the wrong and for what it's worth uh real solid for an office i think this is one of the few times where they did a fantastic job communicating i no I, they haven't no they have I, done I, a I, shit job of communicating this is okay swearing. so <laughs> first of all we got well, we said like we said motherfucker like four times right but episode, it was so it i was a quote i was quoting yeah but if a seven-year-old child is listening do you think they, that, that makes a difference it's to different. them here's the thing yeah this whole proof that you want isn't going to happen. This okay. Isn't, this then isn't... I'm gonna then I'm gonna stay skeptical. We should all stay skeptical. No, there's... because I do not no. trust the league that just decided to put a team in Miami. It's not the, the, the front 13... office made their own ruling in the penalty. Same of this. thing. Same thing there. No. Uh, if if they want to if they want to shut up all of the gaps. Uh, See that would be throwing them under the bus. Hey, here's exactly how bad of a dude this dude is. If it's bad. I guarantee you it is. You cannot guarantee that. Dude, look at the punishment. You can't. No, I don't this trust is, the okay, people who handed down the punishment. That, no. I don't trust the. It's like saying, like, someone walked up to my front door and it's like, hey, there's a million dollars waiting for you downstairs in cash, $5 bills in like 18 bags. Come get it. Right? That's, I don't trust the messenger. I do not trust the people who punished it. You can shut me up mm. quickly, show me the proof. And the longer they but drag the proof it out, is the video. The proof is his, okay, his mannerism. Then, then why not give us the rest? If you already because, know because, what happened, because there's no need. It's it clearly there's a, happened. There, there's clearly a need for no, me. No, there, you're, you're 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 extremely in the minority. On no, that. have you seen the pages? The vast majority of our followers and Real Salt Lake page followers are defending him. What I'm saying is this: if he made a homophobic remark, it's not excusable. Show okay, then show me the freaking proof. Okay. Just show it. Well, to me. I think you're gonna get what you're asking for sooner rather than later, and I think awesome. I I disagree. I don't think it's awesome. Um, no, I I would much rather have the proof, or him confirming or something. I do not. When you say they've done a fantastic job communicating, no, they haven't. That okay. statement they, they is have, total they did a, shit. They have a, did a you fan, have to read between like the stop lines. Stop swearing. Okay. <laughs> they did a fantastic job of coming down quickly with a plan. It was and, decisive, and it was extremely decisive, and Quick. it was, and it, I think, I think that they took as much ambiguity out of this as they possibly could, without also like, you know, literally like having him become the most hated man in Utah overnight, um, and yeah. Okay, so you have already drawn your conclusions. No, no I, I am. 
Why would he be the most? I am percent certain that Mike Petke said, "I have, I, I, I'm not an expert lip reader, but looking at his mouth while he is screaming at these refs, uh, I find it extremely likely that he said what people are saying he said, which is motherfucking putos." Yeah. Yeah, motherfucking puto. So you have made your conclusion on this. Based off of video evidence, okay. not something I made up. I'm not, I didn't read something on the internet and said, oh yeah, this sounds right, I believe it. It's, so that's why you don't video. need proof, because you think you already have the proof. I have enough proof combined with the punishment, combined with what the team is saying, uh, combined with the absence the of pu- Petke. The, pu- the, the like, punishment... Petke's the type of dude that if he, was, if he felt I get wrong, that. done by this, he would say something. Maybe, unless you just got threatened to have your career ended. But if, if someone's threatening to end your they career, will shut they, you have, up quick. They, have, they have grounds to end your career on. If he didn't do anything... You, because you trust the system. I don't trust the MLS one bit. No, no, no but you're saying... I don't he, trust him. our front office one bit. But you're in his And in his I shoes. trust Pro the least of all of them. Sure, but Mike Petke. So if Mike Petke felt like he was being portrayed in a light that wasn't fair... I think knowing that what we know about the man, he'd His, say something. Historically, you're correct. Historically, right. also, he shuts so, his mouth but, but, when there's money in Sure, but if somebody is threatening his job, that means they have something to threaten him with. Yeah, a, but he's a also... A threat without the ability to execute on? But he's also not a moron. He, he knows where the... Right, you know, and you, I feel like can, we're getting away from the ultimate you, point here. The, no, the point is this. You, you keep bringing up that the punishment by the league mm-hmm. and the club... Sure. Basically proves that he's wrong. No, no, no. it confirms. It help. It, it, is, it okay. is. It is secondary, but the primary is the video. And I completely disagree that punishment by the league, the club, yet alone the league, mm-hmm. proves a damn thing. No, not proof. If that was all we had, I would sit here and I would nod my head and agree with you. The video is the proof. The punishment and the uh, lack of a statement by Petke and the video and. All right, question for you. Question okay. for you. Forget all that. Uh, we know for a fact, uh, video comes out tomorrow, audio comes out tomorrow, Mike Petke is calling the ref mm-hmm. a motherfucking puto, yeah. quote-unquote. We know, I think he did Hold that. on. Yes. Fired? Yeah, I, I, I think already he's fired. Should or will? Are you asking, do I think should Mike Petke be fired? Yes, and then no, no, no. will Here's he thing. be fired? I, I think Mike Petke should lose his job as the starting coach for the rest of the season become an assistant or maybe take on the monarchs as a project i think he has a lot of growing that needs to happen um i am of the opinion that mike petke isn't i, I would go so far to say that i'm generally of the opinion that human beings aren't the worst thing they've ever done i don't think i i agree with you i don't think mike petke is a homophobic guy uh i think he screwed up big time um i am at a place where i think as a fan, he's done enough for this club where, you know, I don't, I can't say I, I have a personal relationship with him, but I have an informal fan coach of my team relationship. I I can forgive the guy for this action over time if he is serious about, you know, not screaming at the officials anymore. That being said, I think my petty loses his job the second that video leaks. Yeah, I think my petty loses his job. So You're should, right? no, will, yes. You don't think he should be fired, but you think he will be fired. Right. I do think he should take a second. I, I think there's too much going on for him to be of any good to the team. Yeah. I, I think he should, like I said, take on the Monarchs as a project or maybe go to the, maybe not the Academy. That's a horrible thing. No, it's just fire the guy over charges that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Or drop. I get what you're getting at. But like, you know what I mean? Like he needs to, 
not be the face of the club for a while. I think he yeah. needs to work on other things that aren't soccer related. But I don't think he should be asked yeah. to leave the organization entirely. Okay. Do I think any of that is going to happen? Absolutely not. I right. think I think if this video that I'm claiming or audio or whatever it is comes out, I think he loses his job that yeah. day. I agree. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you on that. And for what's worth, I think he's already lost his job. That's 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 that indefensible part and mm-hmm. it's it's too bad i think i mean it forces the hand of the club <clears throat> almost maybe in some ways gives them i don't want to say it this way but an easy out because we were a lot of people were questioning whether mike Petke should continue coaching right that club like tactics and everything um i do think he needs some serious help in anger management i do not think that anger management will actually help him because that he's the kind of guy that will actually get angry at anger management. Having said that, he will probably do it because there's probably a guaranteed amount of money on this contract and that's part of it and that's why they implemented this. Right. Um, I also think he will have a job soon again. I think he absolutely will. Yeah, I don't think it'll be at the MLS though. I think it's totally going to be at the MLS. Um, Maybe Colorado. We're also, we're also very hot off of this right now. And as we can tell by by the people's reactions, look, if I thought with any ounce of my body that Mike Petke is a homophobic or racist or whatever guy, any kind of prejudice or bigot, this is this will just be the the, the last nail in the coffin. Right, I would ask him me. to lose his job immediately. Day yes. one. No, yeah, we shouldn't have hired him if Correct. there was any suspicion of that. Yes. I don't think so. I think this is an anger management issue. Right. And there are plenty of ways to approach this. And everyone will have their opinion. I think there... I, I, let me clarify. Because there's always some jackass who's going to like take my words out of context. Stop swearing. That's way too late. Dude, it, jackass? When, it's, when it's quote, it's fine. I'm not here <laughs> quoting. Okay, I'm swearing. Because I'm assuming no one under 18 listens to us. If. So, to clarify. There's. It's not okay to discriminate against anyone, Mm -hmm. including, but not limited by, sexual orientation. Okay. I do not believe he did that. I believe he did that to, to, to basically get a reaction out of another jackass. Who is a jackass? Did he deserve that kind of rea- uh, not reaction? Well, it is reaction to an action, mm-hmm. I guess, or that kind of a, a statement put towards him? Probably not. Was he a horrible ref? Yes. Does that excuse it? No. Not the point. Um, what I'm saying here is, you're correct. He will get fired. Yeah. But I also think there will be someone out there who will immediately say, hey, we suck. We need some passion and fire in our club. Bring him over. And he'll have a job immediately. The end. An hour 10 in. Maybe Colorado. I f- really hope not. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, I really hope not. All right. I think we should probably leave it at that. I think, no, I'll leave it at that. Should it's we talk about NYCFC? No. I think they come in and put two on us because everyone's going to be distracted. Yeah. A nice 2-0 loss. 2-2. Two, two. 
You think we get a tie? Mm. I wish. No, I yeah. think we're going to have a bunch of this track. Yeah, my CFC sucks. I've watched them a bunch of times this year. They're about as inconsistent as we are. Yeah, but they're top four in the East. I think we're just... Dist- I, yeah, I, I think we, had this we, not happened... That doesn't matter a damn thing. We just... We, we killed the top team in the East. And the only thing that goes... That counts in our favor in this case is we're as inconsistent as you possibly can be. So what's another set of inconsistencies you know we might have a follow-up this week maybe some posts maybe some articles maybe a quick podcast whatever we might have to do a pre nycfc thing out of norm but it's an out of norm kind of week yeah it really is and you know what if some major mike petke news breaks later this week we'll let you know we might have to uh, call an emergency podcast emergency podcast i don't think anyone's ever uttered those you words you heard it here first but yeah ladies and gentlemen have yourself a good evening we'll be talking again soon adios